When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Well, the Golden Globe nominations were released this morning, and we've got some hot takes on the Colleen and Bradley show. My Talk 1071 streaming live at MyTalk1071.com, everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. Uh, and you know, I always love to talk about awards because most awards are just fake awards. I was going to say you love to talk about them because they're kind of... They're fake. Yeah. Awards are fake. They're created by the people who are going to be receiving them. But kind of To fun. congratulate themselves. The awards ceremonies are fun to watch, right? Yeah, don't even get me started, especially the Golden Globes. The Golden Globes is a fun one because it is uh, attended by both movie and television stars, and they're all in one room together. There's food and then there's booze, so people get lubricated and do dumb things. It's a great great ceremony. We have much to look forward to this year because we have uh, none other than... Ricky Gervais. Ricky Gervais coming mm-hmm. back. Yes, as the host. So it should be a good time. But, you know, uh, with the release of the awards comes mm, criticism of the re- award nominees. Well, sure. Everybody, nominations. They announce the awards and then everybody goes, oh, wait, what about blank? And what about blank? And oh, sneers and jeers, snubs, well, missed opportunities. We've got some hot takes. Now, I will say. Generally speaking, I'm not a fan of the word snub. Okay. Right? Because it's like, okay, I mean, I don't know that it was necessarily outwardly snubbed. If something doesn't get nominated, it just means other things were nominated and that thing wasn't. Snub implies you were intentionally uh, looked over. But that's generally not how the nominations are, you know, generally speaking, Mm -hmm. nominations are this was what I liked, which by definition means that there will be some that people didn't like. It's not that they set out to say, under no circumstances right. shall we avoid giving you a nomination. Right. Now, one of the one of the TV shows that was sort of a, a glaring omission for me, or at least just didn't get the love I felt it deserved, especially going into its final season, mm-hmm. is a show that I have to very carefully talk about okay. on the Colleen and Bradley show. Um, we will call it Poops Creek. Oh, and I did notice that they just Oops, didn't great. get the love that they, I believe, that they deserve. What love were they, Do you, did you want them to get? Um, well, you know, I, okay, first of all, I just think it's a darn funny show. Yeah, so um, you want to see it winning I want to see it winning an award, but I want to see it nominated for, for example, the creator of the show, Dan Levy, yeah. uh, the son of Eugene Levy, Levy, whatever, Levy, but Levy. it doesn't matter. Dan Levy, I, I he is, to me, quite brilliant and how he manufactured that show show. what he's trying everybody loves that show everybody's talking about that show Um, but the things that dan levy has done with that show in terms of the the sort of imaginary town it's created and and the feel of that town and the message of the people of that town 
he, I, I just think he's a genius and I think he's a comedic genius as well. And I think he should have gotten some love for that. But Holly, you have a theory as to why Poops Creek didn't get, got pooped on. Yeah, well, you said something really important about Poops Creek mm. is that it's in its last season. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Hollywood Foreign oh, Press is so, yeah, the Hollywood. They like things that are new and different. Exactly. There's precedent for that. If you go back and you look at the winners of best TV comedy or even best TV drama, mm-hmm. there is a consistent pattern that the Hollywood Foreign Press Association, the folks that hand out the Golden Globes, like to hand out that award to the hot new fresh thing. Mm. Poops Creek isn't necessarily a hot new fresh thing. It's not fresh poop. No, I'm, it is not. No, I'm assuming they've won in the past. No. Oh, they haven't. Well, See, that's, that's why I'm just bad about that. Um, the thing well, here's my other question because I know that when we see the Golden Globe Awards, one of the things that we are looking toward is how that oftentimes will give us a signal of what to look for in terms of the Academy Awards. Mm-hmm. But it, the same is not necessarily true for the Emmys, is it? No, yeah, I, feel I, like I wouldn't think so, it's right? Very apples and orangey, yeah, because that I mean. So the fact that they do TV is a relatively like how long have they been doing? Have they always done television? The fresh, the foreign press. Uh, they've the done Globes? it for decades. Um, just because I feel like that's kind of an has been for a long time, um, somewhat of an afterthought in the sense that you know we've only been paying real attention to movie awards or giving them sort of the you know there've always been the awards, but like it's kind of been inside baseball. Mm-hmm. But TV is now taking on a whole new sort of place. And I mean, it's, it used I wish to be, there was an Academy Awards for TV, but I don't think it's really the Emmys. It used to be that TV to be a movie star was greater than a TV star. Yeah. Now the two are far more equal. Is that kind of what you're saying? Yeah. Well, just that TV is a much bigger part of our like entertainment experience as humans. And I feel like critically, we have been paying more attention and giving more love to television because, um, while people have been spending more money and expertise on it, it's really been a renaissance of television over the last, um, you know, decade plus. The other thing to that end, Bradley, that is uh, part of my hot take hot on takes. the Golden Globe nominations, which were uh, announced this morning, is that um, just kind of, again, speaking to how we consume our television and what the landscape of television actually looks like now. Mm-hmm. One of the uh, standout sort of points is that of all of the TV nominations, mm-hmm. none of the nominations for the Golden Globes were of shows that are on ABC, CBS, NBC, or Fox. They were so no all, networks. no none of our major network shows. It's all uh, subscription-based and streaming. To a letter, all of the nominees. Yeah. So that, to me, tells a story of where our eyeballs are now. It used to be when there weren't any other choices, right? I think we used to squawk about the fact that HBO and Showtime um, TV shows that were very popular would get a nomination like that. We used to squawk about that because the majority of people didn't have HBO or Showtime. Mm -hmm. Now... It's there are no network shows represented. It is only streaming and those premium channels that are getting the the nods for the Golden Globes. And that just tells me about how we've shifted the landscape. 
Well, yeah, there's certainly been a lot more. I mean, you think about all of the different the numbers of streaming services and again, the amount of money that they're spending and they have a much wider um, playground within which to play. You know, network shows are bound by some very specific ways of storytelling that um, or mechanics of storytelling or, you know, structures of storytelling that that streaming services aren't. So I think that's probably part of it. It's not that a network show won't be nominated. Um, it's just that there are so many more options now from the other streaming services and the quality of those shows has just consistently gotten better and better and better as audiences are willing to sort of drift beyond network. I mean, I, I can't think of the last network show that I consistently watched mm-hmm. that wasn't some sort of reality show or competition show. Yeah, I really am hard pressed to think of one. So honestly, the only I mean, really, the only network television show that I watch is Grey's Anatomy. Mm -hmm. And I can't think of anything else, honestly. Yeah. Um, And I don't think we're I mean, which makes me wonder who who are the eyeballs that are still consistently only on those network shows? Well, and they're getting older. And Mm -hmm. again, they they can't do the same things in the way that a streaming service can in terms of just content and things as simple as language was there anything that stood out to you bradley with the uh golden globe you know, nominations my, like today? My, my hot take on the golden globes is i've got a lot of movies to watch because i did not watch i mean and tv for that matter right so i've got a lot on my list to watch um and now is when i'll actually this is why i enjoy the golden globes when they arrive because it sort of sets up my job for the next couple months for the movies and TV, you know, that I can actually make my way through. It also narrows down the things that I am going to watch. Like, I'll watch a bunch of these anyway, but if it's been nominated for a Golden Globe or an Academy Award uh, when those come out, that just makes it more likely now for me to see. Um, and, of course, then it makes my life at home a lot busier because my partner is going to be watching literally everything that's been nominated between these two award shows. And the nice thing, too, about the way that we are consuming media is that a lot of the, well, not a lot, but a good handful of the movies that are nominated, even if they're newer on the newer side, are available streaming as oh, well. Oh, yeah. More and more year after year, the amount of nominated films you can watch online just increases. So, And, you know, with the Golden Globes, it really does help narrow down the TV stuff that I'm going to watch. because. Right. There are so many different things and, um, you know, it's things like Succession, which I, I need to catch up on, things like The Crown, um, and then, you know, things that I haven't watched. Like, I never watched Chernobyl, but that's something that I want to watch because I know that's a limited series. Um, and then on the movie side, things like Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, which I still haven't seen. But right. this just gives me the opportunity to finally create my own checklist. Holly, any hot takes from over there? There was one snub. I okay. don't like the word snub, right? but there was one glaring snub that I think we can point to in the Golden Globe nominations today. And that would be for Best Director for a Film, Greta Gerwig was not nominated for Little Women, even though that movie received a handful of Golden Globe mm-hmm. nominations. Mm-hmm. It was like, oh, okay, well, and then you look at the Best Picture nominees and you're like, oh, well, all of these pictures were nominated, <laughs> but where is she? Interesting. Interesting. Um, why do you think that is then? Because sometimes 
they use the best director category for like a runner up. Mm-hmm. And so they're like, well, you know, we couldn't fit in everyone into the best picture. So then we're going to give this slot to the director because we didn't do the picture. There's a lot of diplomacy and a lot of politicking happening behind any kind of award show nomination process. And that's what I feel happened here. Ugh. And it's unfortunate. Well, and then that's when you realize, again, it's it's like everything and nothing at the same time. I'm sure for actors in these shows that are nominated, it's everything. And then if you're not nominated, it's nothing. And, you know, they both have points like this is not, you know, make right. it or break it. This is an industry, mm-hmm. you know, experience. It's an inside thing. But at the same time, if you get it, uh, you know, that can really help your career. Absolutely. Hunt- you get to use that in your title. Um, Hunter, our listener Hunter on Twitter said, do you not watch Will and Grace? And I forgot about Will and Grace. I, I actually did, did watch uh, a fair amount of I, I haven't watched the latest season, but I did watch that. Um, the first see how many seasons did they do of the new one? Three, four, yeah, two, I don't know. One, so, yeah, six. I watched that first one. Okay. Yeah. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, Elizabeth Reese is bringing all the dirt straight from Hollywood. It's a dirt alert on My Talk 1071. This is a My Talk dirt alert. The beaming Elizabeth Reese is in the studio with us regaling us of stories of meeting Amy Grant Guys, before you get to the dirt alert. I know. Because can we just tease that the whole thing oh. is going to be on today? Yes, it was so good. So Amy Grant, lots of celebs in town. I got to meet Amy Grant. Did you see Marnie Gellner um, hanging out with Lizzo at yes. the Timberwolves game? And I love Marnie. I know. She's so awesome. And I love Lizzo. I love the whole thing. Um, but Amy Grant uh, was performing at Target Center with Michael W. Smith on Friday. It's like my lifelong idol is Amy Grant. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, I'm like a lot of young women who grew up singing her songs in church. Into a hairbrush. Oh, sorry. I just did that in my a room. Hairbrush, into a hairbrush. That's cool. I used to sing solos in church for years when my dad was a minister and I hadn't sung in front of people in probably 18 years. What's she up to? Uh, she's amazing. She's just performing. She lives in Nashville with her husband, Vince Gill, and they have a wonderful life. And then she is doing this year. She's doing this holiday tour with Michael W. Smith. You know, I mean, hello. Yeah. It's like nineties Christian dream team. Yeah. And they're cruising around. And so I got to go and meet her and, and sing with her. Sing oh my God. You her. got to sing. With I got her? to sing with her. Wow. And you'll get to see what happened. I was so nervous. I was more nervous about this than anything I've oh, ever been nervous about in my career. She probably made you feel super at ease. She's wonderful. Yeah. But I wanted to throw up. I didn't want Friday to come because I was so nervous. I'm not yeah. kidding. I mean, I, I get was, it. all week I was like, I don't want it to come. I don't well, want also, it to come. when you're building something up in your mind, it's like, what if this is not as amazing as I think it's going to be? And what then, if she's a hateful B word? <laughs> well, I, and then I. I took a As voice lesson be. on Wednesday oh. and I sounded so. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Bad, particularly at the beginning of the lesson, that I was petrified. I was so afraid. And I just... It was very, it was a really nice, here's a couple things you're going to get out of the story. One, it's like just that idea of what happens when you meet someone that you were so in love with as a child and how much that means to you. And then facing your fear. It was the most nervous I've ever been for anything in my life, my, in my job for sure. But it turned out great. And we will say nothing more than that. Just direct people to Twin Cities Live today. And then I got on a flight and flew to Nashville. Which is weird. For the weekend. So you went to her hometown. Then I went to her hometown and then took a 5.30 a.m. flight back this morning. And I ran into lots of people who watched Twin Cities Live. Um, It was, uh, we were at... Dirk's Bentley's bar and there was a band there and the fiddle player she was fabulous and she could sing and play the fiddle she's from Princeton Minnesota oh my gosh chatted it up with her I'm telling you if you're looking for a fun trip go to Nashville Nashville's there's, a, the place. there's an odd thing that feels like home and I think it's because country music is so big here yeah, yeah. anyway okay now to the dirt now, now to, to the, the dirt other dirt okay NBC of course has its latest PR crisis with uh Gabrielle Union her accusations of racism Mm -hmm. at America's Got Talent. And it is just continuing. Um, This is their major, major crisis. And Gabrielle Union and NBC both said last Wednesday they had a productive first conversation on her firing. Um, But lots of other people are chiming in on the scandal, like Sharon Osbourne, Howard Stern. uh, Both Simon... Simon's Cowell and his company are arming with lawyers to see how this is going to end up going. The frustrating thing about this is there's two things happening. One is on the outside. One is the like, this is all for show. And then what's really going on behind the scenes. And my fear is that what's going on on the or what's being shown to the public is like, we take this very seriously. We are going to engage in some stuff like that may be well intentioned. Yeah. But I I'm very cynical as to whether or not that's going to have some sort of lasting impact on the real problems that were at the root of what there are so many problems in nbc i think nbc needs to bring in an independent firm to do a full evaluation of company culture workplace practices power dynamics and have a complete either investigation into who the toxic people are Mm -hmm. clean house and Mm -hmm. completely revamp because this is the other thing about nbc this isn't a new accusation this has been going on since the 80s well and you know here's the thing it's we know about stuff at nbc the culture is likely similar at other major networks yeah but nbc has a real history of of handling this kind of stuff poorly but then on the other hand you've got like the today show now i mean look at Jenna and Hoda and they all are like in love with each other. Mm-hmm. I think though that at the end of the day, I mean, whether it's, you know, the this particular issue or um, you know, the previous things that we were talking about connected to Matt Lauer mm-hmm. and Noah Oppenheim yeah. and the leadership at NBC, it's clear that the leadership at NBC because a culture starts at the top. Yeah. Whether you like it or not. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I feel like they've just been given ample opportunity to address those leadership issues and, and are not taking it for whatever reason. I think you're right. P.S. Uh, as an aside, but fully and completely related to this conversation, mm-hmm. are you watching the morning show? No, but I'm glad that you're talking about it. You've got to watch it. Because the Golden Globes nominations yeah. are out. I'm not watching the morning show 
And but I was just talking about it with girlfriends over the weekend. Oh yeah, it's good. And it's, so you think that's worth subscribing to Apple for? Well, oh. yeah. Are all the episodes out? Can I subscribe no. and just watch them no, all? No, wait till they're all out, and that's then I'll tell do. you. That's and then what you I'm can do. do it. Then I'll subscribe, and then I'll watch it all yeah. in one month, and then only pay for one month. There you go. That's what I'm going to do. But that was nominated for Golden Globes. Uh, Noah Baumbach's marriage story really came up big in the list of nominees that were just announced today. The Golden Globes take place on January 5th. Yeah. And this is the Netflix drama starring Adam Driver and Scarlett Johansson. And that one... Six nominations. I mean, you could watch that, like, now. Now. I mean, not right now. Wait till the show is over. Yeah, Wait till, you know... Not three, please. But yes, you can watch it now. And in fact, actually, I was just thinking... I want to set aside some time to watch that because it did, it's getting such huge such buzz. Such huge buzz. Six nominations. Mm-hmm. Um, also on the TV side, Netflix's The Crown, Amazon's Fleabag, and HBO's Succession all came away with multiple nominations, including in the big drama series category. So they were all announced um, this morning. Tom Hanks will be the recipient of the Cecil B. DeMille Award. Which recognizes a lifetime of achievement Which in he film. fully deserves. Sometimes I say Cecil, sometimes Cecil. You know, it's fun to just kind of... I mean, he's sw- dead now, so... Switch around. In different cultures, it's different pronunciations. Yeah. You know, and I like that you're unpredictable. <laughs> Ellen DeGeneres will receive the happen. Carol Burnett Award. Who will? Ellen DeGeneres. Oh, okay. And she's only the um, second entertainer that will be honored with the accolade. Kind of weird that they're giving a, an award away to somebody who's still with us. I always feel like, right... Really? What do you mean? Like those the awards Carol should Burnett be re- award. Carol Burnett is still very oh, much alive. Oh, you mean the name of the award? The name of the award should only be named after I dead thought, people. I thought you were saying that the award should only be given dead to people. dead people. I yeah, that so was if you weird. die, then you get an award. Yeah, they wouldn't give very interesting acceptance speeches. If that I think were the your case. award is yeah. eternal life. Thank you guys. <laughs> uh, thanks, Elizabeth Reese. Hey, when we come back, we need somebody to play our thirty-second pop culture challenge. Six five one six four one one zero seven one thirty seconds. Five pop culture questions. Get them all right. You want a prize on my talk 1071. I'll tell you, it would be a lot easier to play the game if somebody would call to play the 30 second pop culture what challenge. What are you waiting for? Six, five, Why aren't one, you calling? Six, four, one, one, oh, seven, one. This is the Colleen and Bradley show. My talk 1071 streaming live at my talk 1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. Hey. Again, if you'd like to play the game, you got to call. Please do it safely and not. From behind the wheel, because I know that it's a little hairy out there. Oh, God. Yeah, and the roads. 651 641 1071. That's the number to call if you want to play the 30 second pop culture challenge. Come on, call. 30 second pop culture challenge. Do we have somebody on the phone yet? We do, but we do not know their name just yet. Uh, but when I find it out, I will tell it to you. Here's how we do this game. 30 seconds, five pop culture questions. If you get them all right, you win a prize. And we do have Steve on the line. And what is Steve playing for? Steve is playing for one of these. A MyTalk 1071 swag merch piece. Wow, Wow. a swag merch piece. Contests. That's awesome. All right, Steve. Timer will begin after I ask the first question. You ready to go? I am so pumped. Fabulous. Here we go. The Stay Puft Marshmallow Man is a villain from what movie? Uh, Ghostbusters. Ivy Park is the activewear brand of which celebrity? What is it? Ivy Park. Ivy Park. Yeah. Uh, what are the genders? No. I don't know. Pass. Who starred in the title role in the TV show Lizzie McGuire? Lizzie McGuire? Uh, I don't know. Pass. What color is Barney the Dinosaur? 
Barney is purple. In Pee Wee's Big Adventure, what stolen object was Pee Wee looking oh for? Ivy Park. Oh, Steve. you got so close. I'm Steve. so sorry you did not win the 30 second pop culture challenge. However, there will be an opportunity to play again tomorrow because we do it every day at 1230 on the Colleen and Bradley show. OK, let's go back and answer that question. He did not get correct. Ivy Park was the active wear brand of Beyonce and who starred in the title role in the TV show Lizzie McGuire. That would be Hillary Duff. And now that we've answered all those questions for you, we can move on to solve some mysteries. And we do that in the form of blind items that Holly has selected for us caringly in this segment we call Blinded by the Item. Blinded by the Item. Yeah. Hot and fresh celebrity gossip. Real hot and fresh. Chosen just for you, Colleen. Thank you. All right, here's our first blind item gossip mystery. This A-list singer slash awful actor now has his PR team using a bot army to go after any attackers on social media. Mm. The talk show host oh. is one of those victims. Mm. Justin, Justin Timberlake. Timberlake. And Wendy Williams. Yeah. Mm. All right. Let me fill in the blank for you. So Justin Timberlake now has his PR team using a bot army to go after any attackers on social media. And Wendy Williams is one of the victims. Interesting. So now that's... Um, interesting because I did read a thing about how Wendy Williams took him apart. Um, I want to watch the TV series slash podcast about bot armies. Yes. Right. You know, like how you get throngs of people and by people, I mean bots to show up on social media and attack your critics. Right. It, because, you, well, she did do, we know that she did a little uh, ditty on her TV show about yeah. it. And then she tweeted that out. And apparently that's the thing that's getting all the bot army attention. Mm. And I, am, I too, am curious how that works and, and you know, what, what that does mm-hmm. and how that happens and whatnot. Sorry, coming in hot. So hot. Super hot. Here's another hot celebrity gossip mystery. Hot. Hot. Hot, 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 hot. The one named Pint Size Reality Star is just shaking down the producers of her show for more money. She is not going to give it up that much easy money. She just wants more of it. Snooky. And that was a story we heard last week that she was leaving. The Jersey Shore. Mm-hmm. Yes. So Snooky is just shaking down producers of Jersey Shore for more money. Snooky is not going to give up a lot of easy money. Snooky just wants more of it. Ooh. I'll say she has shown herself to be um, an amazing businesswoman. I remember shortly after the show went off the air and all of the stars were still trying to monetize their image before the reunion show started. Mm-hmm. And at that, that was the time when the situation had, you know, well, he had not paid taxes. He peed away all of his money. Yeah. He was in a hot, maybe he was a hot mess. Mm-hmm. And she actually said, you know, there, you don't have to be such a poop carnival with money. You can actually manage it and then make more of it. And yeah. she showed herself to really be, have a, pretty smart business mind so good on her well and hopefully you hold out girl i mean hopefully she's successful yeah and if she's not she's doing okay yeah she'll be just fine yeah Blinded by the item. another hot celebrity gossip mystery this one uh, confirmed by the way woo. we know who this is about this blind item originally published uh, late last month okay november 28th 
More cancellations for the permanent A++ lister because of record low ticket sales. Dun, dun, dun. Is that Madonna? Madonna. Madonna. Well, you know, she just had an injury, which is why she was forced to cancel Boston. Yeah, but more cancellations for Madonna because of record low ticket sales. Now, if you are to believe the blind item, Madonna taking some R&R because she is not playing to full house. So basically, NT Lawyer is in, intimating that she is not canceling because of the injury. Yeah. She's canceling yeah. because of the low ticket. Yeah. No. Well, I mean, they're really expensive. Yeah, I mean, I'm curious. I don't know the actual story about how her ticket sales have been because by all accounts, and I know three of them, um, <laughs> her shows have been like crazy. So, huh? Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Hmm. Let's do another one. Let's do it. Let's do another celebrity gossip mystery. Why not? Let's do four today. Here we go. Yay. Another movie. Another one where the rest of the cast doesn't get along with the foreign born A minus list, mostly movie actress who was a list as a teen in that franchise. Hmm. One movie was not her fault. The rest are her feeling as if she should be treated as the big star she used to be, but she isn't. She has refused to do a lot of press for a new movie unless she gets bigger perks than her co-stars. So this is somebody that was big in a franchise as a teen. Mm-hmm. Emma Watson. Yeah. Oh, okay. Ah. What, what was she in? So she did Harry Potter. Oh, and now sure. she's in Little Women. Oh, yes. right. Okay. And yes. so this all kind of interesting. All right, okay. Read Let it. me fill in the blank for you. So another movie, another one where the rest of the cast doesn't get along with Emma Watson. Of course, Ugh. she used to star in the Harry Potter franchise. Uh, the cast is feeling as if she should be treated, or she should be treated as the big star that she used to be. Poor Emma Watson, but she isn't a big star she used to be. And Emma Watson has refused to do a lot of press for Little Women unless she gets bigger perks than her co-stars. Yeah, interesting. Who are her co-stars in that movie? Sure, Sharonin uh-huh. and a couple of other people. Uh-huh. I have you uh, and a couple other people. There's other people. <laughs> They're women, Little Women, in that movie. Uh-huh. Um, have you seen? I've only seen one preview for it. Uh, uh, before Frozen 2 and I think it looks really good. What oh, is really? the buzz about that movie? That it's good. Yeah, good. Yeah. Good, because it good. looks like it. Looks good. And it's a good story. It's a classic. Um, but no, it does... I mean, at first I thought, do we need more Little Women? Because, you know, it's been on the stage before. It's been on the screen before. It's been on a couple different screens before. Yeah. Do we need another one? But it does look kind of good. Well, Meryl Streep... Um and others. So it's got <laughs> Timothy Chalamet. I've heard Laura some criticism of it. the film, but I think more from a storytelling standpoint than, you know, whether or not the film was actually good. Mm-hmm. But. Emma Watson. All right. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we have to catch up with one of our favorite publicationships. What is a publicationship, Bradley Trainer? It is a relationship for publicity. And uh, the re- publicationship we will be checking in on is the Shamila version. What is a Shamila? It's Sean Mendez and Camila Cambayo. We're going to check in on them when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. There's a publicationship that we have been following. Uh, it's called Shamila. This is the Colleen and Bradley Shamazo. show. My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything in Entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hi. Uh, what is a publicationship, Bradley? Your mom. Um, it's 
a relationship for publicity. What's a Shamila? It's a Sean Mendez and a Camila Cabello. And it's really, in addition to Priyanka Chopra and Nick Jonas's Chonas uh, relationship, mm-hmm. the one we talk about the most, because of them all, frankly, this one to me is the most um, so legitimately obvious. illegitimate relationship in Hollywood. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you don't have to put on a tinfoil hat to understand that. Most people with eyeballs and earballs ear holes, I think, is what they call them, uh, agree that Shamila is just a bunch of trash lies. Mm -hmm. Okay, so we know that, but that's not worth talking about on a segment of our show most days, although it is. But today, specifically, we have a new headline that we need to discuss. Oh, for goodness sake, what? Camila Cabello reveals that she and her boyfriend, Shawn Mendes, uh, reveals, rather, what she and her boyfriend, Shawn Mendes, do on a normal day. (laughs) Do you want to know what they do on a regular day? Dream I'll up take that fake, as a yes. Dream up fake things to tell the media. Indeed, mm. uh, and that's exactly what I brought you. So she was apparently on um, one of Sirius XM's uh, shows to talk about her upcoming tour, and you know she's got this new album, shockingly, coincidentally called. Remember, lies. <laughs> no Secrets. romance. I think it's called romance. Oh. Right. <laughs> Um, well, but her romance is a bunch of lies. That's why it's appropriate. Right. Um, but specifically in this conversation that she had a couple days ago, she was talking about what her, as I referenced earlier, is she and her boyfriend, quote unquote, Mm -hmm. Sean Mendez, uh, stuff when they hang out. Okay. Here's what she says. Um, she talked about Senorita, blah, 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 and then talked about a regular day between the two of them. Quote, making out is a lot of it. No, oh, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Gosh. Maybe. <laughs> but anyways, awkward. When we're able to hang out, we just kind of, I don't even know what we do. It just, it goes by so fast. Are you serious right yes, now? Yes, she's full of lies. Right. First of all, for two reasons. Here's what I actually think happened there. Okay. I think her publicist was told her, "Say you make out a lot." Yeah. And then she said it, and it felt weird. So then she tried to backpedal out of that, and then just said, "I we just lose track of time. We just I don't know. I don't know what we do." It's literally like every other display of affection. So when they make out publicly, it looks really awkward. Mm Mm-hmm. And full of lies. Uh-huh. Because you'll remember that's how we were brought to this publationship. Uh-huh. And it didn't take but a boob to figure out that this was full of lies, right? right. Because everybody in we're even two boobs Lori, and we figured it out. Even Lori. Well, I mean, we're a little predisposed to, to, to smell lies uh-huh. when they happen because we know in Hollywood Nothing is real and everyone smokes. Exactly. But you know, you've got somebody like Lori and Julia, and Lori and Julia they love gossip, um, but they're usually like all bought into whatever the narrative is. Mm-hmm. So Lori was like into this idea of uh, Sean Mendez and Camila Cabello having a summer fling until she saw it in person and thought, well, that's not real. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we have been spending the last summer slash now fall slash winter Pointing that out day after day, week after week, because, oh, look at this. They have a new single. Oh, look at this. She's got a new album. Oh, look at this. They're both on tour, right? It's just perennially an opportunity for them to uh, to trot out this fake relationship for attention. And I think we thought that probably after award season, it would just sort of fade away. They would ghost each other. Mm-hmm. 
The problem is it it is working because they've won awards for this dumb song and yeah, people I are mean, paying attention to them. So this thing is going to keep up. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. I mean, but it's a, that's a low bar. Like the rest of us are out here going, you know, that's that's lies. But again, um, my initial point was so in public when they're, you know, sucking face, it looks like completely fake. Right. When they're talking about what they do in private, also equally fake. Why? Quote, because making it's out. Fake. Well, A, because it's fake. But B, quote, making out is a lot of it. No, I'm kidding. Maybe. But anyways, I don't really know. Because whenever we're able to hang out, we just kind of, I don't know. I don't even know what we do. It just goes by so fast. You could not even come up with a plausible description of what you do in private right? to make us like, believe that this is real. We sit on the couch and watch Poops Creek together. We love that show. Yeah. Or, or if you are... Okay, so let's just assume for the sake of discussion, if you're just joining us, Shamila, fake relationship. Let's just assume that they are hot and heavy. D- like, what do you say when somebody asks you what you do? Uh, like if you're really a 20 if or something, really are 20 something like, you say uh, something like, I don't know, we don't get to spend a whole lot of time together. So when we do get to spend time together, we are doing what lovers do. Yeah. Like <laughs> you say something cute. Like, I don't know. Do you really need me to paint you a picture? Right. Like, come on. Right. Like we're busy. Just watch boffing. the love scene in Avatar. Yes, exactly. We're rubbing our ponytails together. <laughs> Which is what? what did you think I was going to say? I'm going to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> Which is <laughs> what Sean Mendez essentially said. <laughs> Which is what Sean Mendez said when he was asked about what a movie that describes their relationship. Yes, he goes, "Remember that love scene in Avatar?" Which, by the way, we completely debunked. The reason he brought that up was mm-hmm. because, oh, Holly, does she? I'm sorry, uh, I can't she's see Holly. Kind of paying attention. But no, the reason the reason Thanks. why is because hey, hey. no, she's I got know, a thing I going. I, I got a thing going on. But but no, the, the, we figured out that the reason why is because he clearly wants to provide music for the Avatar sequel. Oh yeah, and has said as much. Well, he's yeah. just thirsty for it, and the way that he's being thirsty for it is by putting his name out of there and out there and lightly suggesting he's Lindsay Lohan. He's totally Lindsay Lohan. Yeah. I if you're I asking <laughs> whether oh. Oh. <laughs> if you're asking whether or not Sean Mendez has officially any uh, partnership with Avatar 2, no. None I that know. we know of. None that we know but of. The, but it, on more than one occasion during his Q&As after his concert, he has said something having to do with Avatar. Yeah. Well, what a crap movie to get thirsty well, over, too. No, it's not a crap movie to get thirsty over if you're Sean Mendez, though, because you're already living in a house of lies and you're perfectly fine making money off a house of lies because... You know, that's the only type of person that's going to want to be in an Avatar film. It's just a a big fat paycheck waiting to happen, which God bless him. Everybody's just trying to get theirs. Um, But I think it's hilarious that, again, when they're talking about their relationship, whether it's in public or private, it's literally like they don't even try. And and here's the problem is that people don't care. Right. That's how low the bar is. That's how little we will settle for. Yeah. Not us. No, but, but others. Their fans are like, oh my God, these two are amazing. Oh, they're mm-hmm. probably not even really doing anything, but it's still amazing. Well, like, that, okay. And the thing about it is, truly, they don't, they're not paying close enough attention. And they're banking on that. That, that the people who, for whom that is going to work on aren't paying close enough attention to see 
what's actually going on but, like we do. But you know what heartens me about whether it's this publicationship or any of the dozen others is... Do tell. Um, and we can talk about this actually, because I don't think we're talking about it today. No, we can talk about it tomorrow. This weekend, I had a wonderful conversation with friends who don't pay as close attention to pop culture stories as we do. And they had a, they had a completely um, like deep and understanding riff on Britney Spears and what's been going on with her. So I actually do have hope that most people can see what's right in front of them. Right? Live! Well, here's what's right in front of you on the Colleen and Bradley show. We got a question. When you need to take a little break from life as you live it, what do you do online? What's your online vacation? Do you surf over to Craigslist? Do you, uh, I don't know, what do you do? 651-641-1071. When you need to take a little break during your day, what's your online vacation after this on My Talk 1071? Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer.